0: Praise the Lord. Such an honor to be here today. We wouldn't have missed this for the world. Baby dedications are amazing. They give, they ought to give us hope and inspiration for the next generation. We are preparing that next generation. Lord, Terry, long enough we're raising up missionaries and pastors wives and evangelists and teachers and preachers and it is such an amazing day and such amazing thing to see people raise their children in the house of the Lord i want to i'm not going to preach real long tonight but i do have something on my heart i believe that we have don't ask me necessarily how i come up with this revelation but i believe that we have done church wrong sometimes i believe we've done it backwards a lot i have i'm not going to say anybody here has but i have and i want to talk about this a little bit tonight but before i do i want to give honor to pastor and sister Showstrand. they are uh The greatest people on the face of this earth. They've been there for me and my family. And I love you all. Indebted to you all. I love you. And Bishop and Sister Showstrand, We love you guys. You guys are family. We love you. Good to have my wife. It's her birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. She's going to kill me later. My daughter and my grandson. Assistant pastor of our church. He's back here playing with Ninja Turtles. And you're the assistant pastor, you can play with Ninja Turtles, amen? But I want to start in Luke chapter 4 and verse 1. Everybody say purpose. Everybody say power. power. You know, I, I, in my life, we have, I've always heard preachers preach about power. We need power. And I'm not, I'm not disputing that. I believe that an apostolic church ought to be a powerful church. But sometimes I feel like we get so focused on having power in a church. We, we read about power. We study about power. But in all actuality, if we will just search out God's purpose in our life, the power will come. I want to tell you, I'm going to stop here, pause for a second. God lives in a three-room house. I'm telling you right now, if you have not listened to that, you all you all ought to put that on rewind and listen to it and rewind and listen to it. Everybody on the face of this earth in the apostolic church ought to listen to that. Simply the greatest message I believe I've ever heard. But I believe we have to have a purpose before we can have the power. I want to start Luke chapter 4 tonight. and i probably preach a little different than you've heard me in the past, but just what the Lord laid on me. Luke chapter 4 verse 1. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being forty days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did eat nothing and, and when they were ended he afterwards hungered and the devil said unto him if thou be the Son of God Command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him saying, It is written that thou shalt not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil taking him up into a high mountain. Everybody say, I hate the devil. Boy, that was weak. You didn't convince me of that. I had, you didn't convince. Why don't you try? Why don't you say it loud enough and mean enough and strong enough that you convince him that you hate him, huh? I hate the devil. I hate the devil. That's a that's a little bit. We'll work on this. Okay, we're going to work on this. I know it's Sunday night. and You're tired, but we got some place we got to go with this. And the devil said unto him, "All the power will I give thee, and the glory of them." For that is delivered unto me. And whomsoever I will, I give it. And if thou wilt worship me... All shall be thine. So here the devil's saying, if you will just worship me. Now, I, you know, granted, you go, you go two or three days without eating and somebody offers you a Snickers bar or a Reese's cup or a, a, a McDouble from McDonald's. You're, you'll give up about anything after two or three days of fasting for a McDouble. You talk about 40 days. Now the devil's here tempting him. Okay. The devil's here tempting him. Now, I don't understand. I, this is this is what I'm going. I'm pardon my vernacular tonight, but the devil is some kind of stupid. He he is ignorant. He is dumb. He he knows who cast him out. He's tempting the one that cast him down, and now the devil is tempting him and and, and threatening him and, and trying to bribe him. My Lord. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And he brought him to Jerusalem, and set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the... I could just imagine that just... I could imagine Satan. If thou be the Son of God, cast yourself down from him. I could just hear it. My goodness. And he knows that that this is the one that cast him out. And he takes him up to the pinnacle. He takes him up and and he he tells him, Cast thyself down from hence for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in in their hand. and, And they shall bear thee up lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said unto him, it is said thou shalt not tempt the lord thy god and when the devil was ended all the temptations he departed from him for a season you see he just left for just a little bit he was coming back he was coming back and and, and let me let me say this when you see when jesus was on the pinnacle satan asked him to demonstrate his power satan said i want you to demonstrate your power And sometimes we come into church and we judge a church service by the power that falls. Let your power fall. And we're like, oh, we didn't have that good a service tonight because the power didn't fall like I expected it to. Sometimes we get, sometimes we get church completely backwards and Satan was asking him, I want you to demonstrate your power. Prove to your enemy. Who you say that you are. I got news for you. Jesus has to prove nothing to no one. Amen. And Satan said, uh, if you really call yourself the Messiah, if you really call yourself God, if you really are who you say you are, prove to me. Prove I'm telling you what that makes me madder than a hornet. Prove you are who you say you are. And the devil even quoted scripture to him i want to say the devil knows the bible better than you or me i believe that the devil quoted scripture he said if thou be the son of god cast thyself down from hence for it is written he shall give the angels charge over thee and keep thee alive in in their hands they shall bear thee up he asked jesus to demonstrate his power to prove who the son of god was he he said you're going to i want you to demonstrate your power to prove to me who you really are when jesus was telling him in the scripture that god's power actually has a purpose I believe we need to seek the purpose of God. I believe that everything that we walk through, even some of the downfalls, even some of the low spots, there's a purpose in it. There's a reason behind it. I don't know why. I can't explain why. But there's a purpose. And we all have got to, before we can ever have the power of God, we have to have the purpose of God in our life. You have to have the revelation of who Jesus really is. I heard Brother Lee Stone King say this one time. He said, this this man named Jesus, there is none like him. Jesus had no servants, yet they called him master. Think, listen to this. He had no degree, yet they called him teacher. He had no medicines, yet they called him healer. He had no army, yet the kings feared him. He won no military battles, yet he conquered the world. He committed no crime, yet they crucified him. He was buried in a tomb, yet he lives today. Christ Jesus, a teacher. He was never married. Rejected by those who tried to help. Executed by his his accusers. Yet he changed the world forever. That is the Jesus that Satan attacked. I, I want to tell you, we have really got to get a hold of this thing. The purpose and the power... You got to understand this story. It wasn't long after this story when Satan took Jesus up to the pinnacle after he had after he had tempted him after forty days without eating. Not too long after that, that that, that Jesus was nailed to a cross. The tree was laying down. They they spread Jesus out. They nailed his hands to a tree. They nailed his feet to a tree. Think about this. I can just imagine that Satan was there that day in the crowd. Think about this. And he was probably thinking, man, I have got him now. I've got him right where I want him. This is going to, I'm going to win this thing today. And then they stood the cross up. You see, that's where they, the devil really messed up. They stood the cross. If I, Jesus said, if I be lifted up. Yeah. Think about it. And I could just imagine after, after six hours or so on the cross when, when Jesus said, it is finished. I can just imagine Satan in the crowd saying, yes, yes, yes. I, I could just imagine that absolute slug. I'm getting a look over here from my wife. She's like, watch out. I hate the devil. That's why I said that. I could just imagine him, him just, yes, 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 yes. I could imagine Satan going back to his throne and telling all the demons around, saying, hey, come on in, I got news for you all. The one, the Messiah, the one, Jesus, that that, that child that was born in a manger, that child that was born in Bethlehem of a virgin, I got news for you. I seen with my own eyes, he died on a cross and they put him in a grave. I could just imagine the party that all of hell was having. I could imagine all the demons being summoned into the inner throne room of Satan and just having an absolute party. But then, a knock came at the door. Think about this. All of a sudden, a knock came at the door. And I could just imagine one of the demons uh, at the gate saying, yes, who is it? And I could imagine the voice from the other side saying, open unto me. I'm Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Ha! <laughs> you see, three days has, he hasn't rose from the grave yet. I could hear Jesus saying, open unto me. And I can imagine that demon running into the throne of Satan and saying, we've got a knock at the door. And this knock at the door, this man says he's Jesus. And I can imagine Satan saying, my goodness, what in the world? They just buried him. What in the world is going on? You have to let him in. Think about that demon walking to the gate and letting him in and Jesus walking, letting himself in. If this don't make you shout, I don't know what will. And I I could just imagine Jesus walking in and walking down to where Satan was on Satan's throne and and all of a sudden just stretching forth his hand, a nail-scarred hand with a hand all the way through it and said, you know what, Satan? Give them to me. They're mine. I said, give them to me. They're mine. Give me the keys right now. I can imagine that nail-printed hand grabbing the keys of death and hell, and walking right out of hell, and getting to the gate. And when he gets to the gate, standing there and looking back and saying, "Ha! From this day forward, ha! Woo! From this day forward, any time my church knocks, you've got to open. Every time my church knocks, you've got to open." You got to understand this. I could just imagine Jesus telling him that every time. <laughs> it's where my church is going to be built. I could imagine him telling Satan, My church, I, we're going to build a church right here. <sighs> you've been in control. You think you've been in control. But I've got the keys, I'm here. And at this gate, I will build my church. And when they knock, you open because we own this. We this we're in control. You're not. And I let me take a pause here and say it this way: I believe that we. Look at this completely backwards sometimes. We don't see it like that. We see Satan fighting and Satan opposing us. We see that as a, as about I, I got news for you. He can't if he could have done anything more to you than what he has already done to you he would have already done it honey. I got news for you. Our master's got the keys. Our master went and got them. He brought them out over there. I got news for you. He went to hell and he brought the keys back. He took them from satan himself i got news for you honey satan is not in control he's not he has no power over you but what what we must ask what we should not be asking to see is the power of god i told parkersburg all across north america all across the world today preachers are preaching the opposite of this today. We shouldn't be asking for the power of God. But tonight I believe we need to be asking what is your purpose God? What is your purpose for me? What is the purpose of God? Matthew 6 and 33 says but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Everybody say unto me. It's going to be added unto me. Matthew 4 and 19 says it this way and he said unto them follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. I want to tell you something. That is God's purpose. I should have brought my my signs. I meant to bring my signs. I got signs in in Parkersburg that I, I hold up that says, Amen. I do. I do. It says, Amen. I've got another sign that says, Clap. And I hold it up and the church all claps. I got another one that says, Preach it. So when I hold that up, they go, Preach it! You see, if you want to know the purpose of God, you have to be a fisher of men. You have to bring souls to the kingdom. You you, you you have to get people into his fold. I don't want you to raise your hand. Don't embarrass yourself. But I want to ask you something. Have you won a soul this year? We're eight months into this thing. Have you brought a soul to the kingdom? Have you brought a soul to the throne? What is your purpose? Is your purpose to win your neighborhood, to win your community, to win the lost, to win your family, to win your neighbor? What is your purpose? Uh, God saved me not to be cute and sitting on a seat somewhere. God saved me to, to help usher in souls into the kingdom. And my question, my question to you is, and if you feel like your toes are getting stepped on tonight, I'm not sorry because this is Bible. Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. If we're really following Jesus and we're really after the purpose of Jesus, then we're really soul-oriented and we're really chasing after the lost and doing everything that we can to bring them in. Right. Right. Yes. Amen. Yes. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, let me move on. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come unto you. Everybody say power. power. Say I want it. But you've got to get the Holy Ghost. Okay. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. You see, uh, you, you have to seek his purpose before you can ever receive his Power. You have to seek His purpose before you can ever receive His power. That is God's purpose for you. That is God's purpose for me. God, He He allocated His power to fulfill His purpose. He divvies out His power. His power falls in His church. His power falls in His ministry. Why? To allocate His purpose. To prove His purpose. To prove to 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 give His purpose to the to the body of Christ. If we only ask for power. Now listen, don't throw anything at me. I'm going to stay back here. If we're only praying, Lord, give me power. Lord, give me this. Lord, I want the power. I want to lay hands on the sick and I want them just to recover. I want this. I want the power. If we're praying for just power, it's selfish and it can be arrogant. But what we really need to be praying tonight is God, show me my purpose. Give me my purpose. I want to do what you want me to do. If you want me to be an evangelist, I'll be an evangelist. If you want me to be a Sunday school teacher I'll be a Sunday school teacher let me say this if God calls you to be a Sunday school teacher then I promise you you will be the best Sunday school teacher ever if God calls you to be an usher you will be the best usher ever if God calls you to be a singer you'll be the greatest singer I got news for you as long as you follow the purpose of God but when we step out of his purpose that's when things just go flat You see, that's when things go completely flat. If we want to see miracles, then I, I really believe this. I was talking to pastor before church. If we want to see miracles, then I believe we have to get past the altar. I believe every single service we come to an altar. I believe we ought to go to an altar. I believe the altar is, is so important. But there's things past the altar. I know pastors talked about and preached and taught on the the tabernacle. And you know that the altar is the first thing that you came to. And what happens if every every time they went to the tabernacle, they just went to the altar and stopped. They just went to the altar and stopped. They just went to the altar and stopped. I got news for you tonight. Fire falls on an altar. But rivers of living water flows from a throne. Think about this think about this sometimes we come to church we get to an altar and we just top off our tank just enough just to make it through till the next Sunday sound oh man is this thing on are you hearing me okay I got news for you church fire falls on an altar but rivers of living water flows out of a throne I, I listen something dies on an altar but Just past the altar was the laver. Just past the altar was the menorah that gave the light. Just past the altar was the table of showbread. Just past the altar was the altar of incense. Just past the altar was a veil. And just past the veil was the presence and the glory and the purpose and the anointing and the glory of God. You want to find the purpose? Then you've got to make your way into the throne room. Leviticus 9 and 24 will prove to you about the fire. And there came a a fire out from before the Lord and consumed upon the altar the burnt offerings and the fat. And which when all the people saw it, they shouted and fell on their faces. Fire falls on the altar. But Revelations 22 and verse 1 says this. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as a crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. That's what I want. That is the purpose. That is God's purpose tonight. He wants us to get past the. He wants us to get past the altar, and He wants us to get to the throne. It, I, I, I want to tell you this is simple tonight. God's purpose for you tonight is to make your way to the throne. To push a little bit farther than you've ever went before. Just to go a little deeper than you've ever went before. You see, you see, we like the fire. We, 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 we like the stories of calling fire down on altars. We, we like the story of the fire falling. But honey, I got news for you. I want rivers flowing. I want rivers of living water flowing. I want rivers flowing out of me. Because that is the throne room. Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7 and... Let me back up. John 7 and 38 says, He that believeth on me, as the Scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Do you want that tonight? You've got to... The only place it comes from is out of the throne. But Acts 7 and... 49 said, Heaven is my throne. I love this. Heaven is is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What house will ye build me? He's asking, what house are you gonna build me? C A C, what house are you going to build him? What are you building him tonight? What's your what's good, what are you what are you building in your in your home on a Monday? What are you building? What kind of house are you going to build? Because he said heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. If heaven is the throne, that's where the rivers of living water flows and the earth is its footstool, honey. That's where we live. What house will ye build me? That's a question. saith the Lord or, or what is the place of my rest? I got to thinking about this. and And if you get... I got to thinking about my grandparents house my, my my grandpa had this I don't even know what to even call it like an Ottoman type of thing I don't know and it was a footstool a little round footstool and think about this if we are lined up and heaven is his throne and he sets down what's a footstool what's a footstool you see when we're lined up when we're in the purpose of God heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool but if we if we if we get out of alignment and we don't you see think about this where's all the power went We didn't lose the power, honey. We lost his purpose. We lost his purpose. He's looking tonight. The earth is my throne. We wonder where is the river? Where is the rivers of living water? Where's the footstool out, honey? Where's the footstool? We have got to make sure that we line up with him. We have got to make sure that I I, I make it into the throne room. We have got to make sure. Heaven is his throne; the earth is his footstool. We have got to line up perfectly with the scripture and say, ha, "This is how we're going to do it. This is my purpose. My purpose is to win the lost. My purpose is to save. So my purpose is to spread the gospel. My purpose is to live for him. My purpose is to come to church filled up, ready to worship Jesus. My purpose is to teach Sunday school. My purpose is to do this. You've ran for long enough. You've ran from your calling long enough. You've You've ran long enough. It's time tonight that you say, this is my purpose. My purpose is to win souls. My purpose is to back my church like I've never backed my church before. My purpose, my purpose is to depopulate hell and populate heaven. That is my purpose. Genesis chapter 28 verse 12 Jacob had a dream and and he dreamed and behold a ladder set up on on the earth and the top of it reached the heavens and behold the angels of God ascended and descended. You got to understand he had the footstool lined up. You see if he would have laid his head down over here he would have missed it. He, you see, we don't understand sometimes the role of God in our lives. The kingship. We don't understand this. We don't understand the king. He's the king of kings and the Lord. Of, we don't understand this. Go to England. They understand what a king and a queen is. They do. We say, hi. we don't like who's in charge. Well, we'll just wait four years and we'll vote them out. I don't like the don't like the governor we'll vote him out don't like the, this one well, no we'll vote him out We'll just we'll 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 do this or we'll do that I, I, I we'll just we'll just give it a few more years and we'll get him out of office That yeah. don't happen like that in a kingship It don't happen like that in a kingship you got to understand well, there ain't no voting Jesus out no one put him in and no one's taking him out Amen. He's there forever honey. He isn't leaving and we have got to line up with him. We have got to line up with the kingship. There is none coming after him. He is the king of kings. He is the lord of lords. He is in control whether you like it or not. He has got this thing whether you like it or believe it or not. He is in control. The best thing to do is just line up with the purpose of God in your life and stop running from God. It's time that you to night make your way to the altar and then pray past the altar and find the throne find that river it's time that some of you get back to that place that you felt 25 years ago it's time that some of you dig in deep it's time that some of you get a hold of the horns of the altar and pray through and keep on seeking God and get into the holy of holies and leave here filled up and go out into the world and let rivers of living water flow out of you and win the loss and win this this city and win this part of Ohio it's time church that we find the real purpose of God I'm done don't worry you see Jacob's altar lined up with heaven his altar lined up with heaven If we can align our orders with heaven, then I believe that we can set ourselves in a place where angels ascend and descend. I believe that we can align ourselves with a place here at CAC where at this church, angels ascend and descend and disperse through this area, through this county, and through this region. If we align ourselves with the purpose of God, angels begin to ascend and descend. Angelic activity begins to start happening when we align ourselves with where God is. Today, God is trying to tell us He's saying you've been, you've been on my altar and the fire fell, but I want you to leave the altar and go to my throne. I want that river to flow out of you and into your homes and into your cities and into your families and into your workplace and into your neighbors and into your friends. The Bible says, my last scripture, Mark chapter 16 and verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. The same devil that tempted Jesus on the pinnacle. The same devil that tempted him in the wilderness. The same devil that Jesus said, huh, Give me the keys back. They're mine. That same devil. We have power to cast them out. We have power to say, Depart from me, ye worker. We, we, we have power to cast out devils. we have power it says and they shall speak with new tongues You let me say this you don't have to you don't have to drag them to the church you just got to pray for them when you get to the throne when you get to the throne and you get to that place then when you go out there and you start witnessing to them Hey, you got to come to my church. My pastor is the greatest. We have the, our music is better than anybody else. You see, we have got to get to that place, that throne. When we get there, then that's where the wa- living waters flow out of us. I'm going. I'm going to spell it out to you like I, like I do back home. If that's okay, I always tell them at home. You, can, you can't expect to have rivers of living water flow from you if you give more worship at a Beyonce concert or a Taylor Swift concert than you will in the House of God on a Sunday. That's fact. But today, I tell you, if we can just push past the altar... I'm not taking anything away from the altar. Everybody has to have an encounter. We have to, we have to, we have to, to, that's the first thing that we have to come to is an altar. But what would happen tonight? If we just came to the altar, if we just, if we, if we repented of our sins, died out to God, and then we decided I'm gonna push a little bit farther, Pastor. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit deeper. I'm gonna intercede a little bit more. I'm not gonna worry about what time it is, and I'm gonna press forward a little bit more. And I have got to make it into the Holy of Holies. I've got to get into the Shekinah glory. I've got to get into the place of God. I'm gonna lay here. I, I've got to leave changed i want rivers of living water flowing from me I, I i i'm tired of the i don't want to leave the way i did last sunday honey i have got to find the throne i need the throne i need i don't need the fire i need the river i need the waters tonight so as we're all standing tonight i know this message wasn't for everybody But I can promise you one thing. It was for some of you. Some of you ran from a calling. Some of you are sitting here today and saying, I'm too old. My purpose has passed and I missed it. Oh, God has a purpose and a plan for you. God has a desire. He's got a job and a plan for you that only you can do. Whatever God has called you to do, there's no one that I'm convinced that there's no one that can do it like you. When you're in the purpose of God and you're in the calling of God and you're submitted to your pastor, there is no one that can do it like you. You want to change your world? You want to change your world? I do. Parkersburg needs a changing. My area needs a changing. Newark needs a changing. So I tell you tonight fire burns things, water puts fire out. But water can do more damage than fire. Today, let's push past the altar. Let's come to the altar and let's keep on going past it. Let's not find that barrier. Let's go past it and say, I'm seeking the throne of God. I'm seeking what God has for me and what God wants me to do. What would happen if we took ownership of this today? What would happen today if... If today out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water not why not my will but thy will be done that's why we have got to get past the altar and get to the throne cuz it's not my will it's thy will god and we can never get thy will at the altar we have to get thy will at the throne this altar's open tonight